reconnect. Wrecked them, damn right. killed them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, come okay. Uh, that's like the worst cold open ever. Well, hey, you know what? We can just delete that. <laughs> we can just start again. We can edit we that just... out in post. Fuck yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody even going to know. All right, guys. Well, it's good to have everybody here and talking about, I think we're supposed to be doing something about mycology. Not quite sure. That's uh, we got. Oh, like the bag lady? Fun bags? What? I love yeah. bags. <laughs> bags are the best kind of bags. <laughs> what's in yeah. my bag? Well, what's that? Without a doubt, like well, the easiest way to be successful, I believe, is to use an all-in-one bag and liquid culture. And just inject through the damn bag. And you never have to touch anything, open anything, you fruit right in the bag, and you're done. But you got all these kids nowadays, you know, huffing paint out of bags and whatever else they're doing. Yeah, if you were going to start putting shit in bags and want to sniff all the damn time. Don't get me started on Uncle Ben's bags. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Uncle Ben's is terrible. Who came up with that shit? Was that I don't a know. He should shirmery? be Whoever he was. I think it was a Reddit thing. Oh, man. I mean, the- okay, hear me out. Theoretically, it should work. I have no idea why it has such a high contamination rate. I think it all depends on who was doing quality control that day at the Uncle Ben's factory. Yeah, if it was made on a Friday. I mean, theoretically, it should work. You know, like, I don't see why it wouldn't work. Well, There's a lot of oil. We we also have to keep in mind that a lot of the people who are injecting Uncle Ben's are injecting just raw spores into it, too. They're not. Um, that, that, that probably has a lot to do with the, the problem. Has anybody, ever, has anybody here ever tried Uncle Ben's? With, That's actually how I started out. <laughs> hey, I did Uncle Ben's for, like, the first few uh few grows that I did and it worked, but I mean, the success rate was like one out of 10. For everybody that's listening, uncle Ben's is where you take that microwave instant rice packages and you inject your spores through the side of them, do a lot of praying. Um, and then hopefully something will grow. It's usually just a trick garden, but, uh, Sometimes, sometimes you actually get mushrooms. Yeah, it's it's about risk versus reward. We want to increase our chances in general. I've never done it. Uh, I've seen it done, like on shroomery and stuff, but it, it never yeah. turns out as well as it could. My my daughter tried it once. And it was a um, spectacular failure, but I had to let her try. She had to know. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I ever actually injected real spores into anything, like raw spores into anything. And I think the PF Tech was about as close as I ever got when we did the uh, monstrosity grow. Yeah. Uh, that was the only time I've ever taken a massive raw spores and injected them into anything. And not a big fan. I prefer to agar work is the way to go with that. For cleaning up, for sure. But if you don't use spores, you're missing out on the, the jackpot that could possibly happen, too. 
Oh, yeah. Spores is, what, 22,500 sexes and mushrooms or some shit like that. And uh, so what you end up with is just an absolute roll of the dice. You could make a mushroom that has no psilocybin or a mushroom that has all the psilocybin. Um, just absolute roll of the dice. And when you go back to spores every single time, you kind of start back over with that. Right. You get you get a little bit of a better chance of uh, getting similar to what you were trying to isolate, but overall, it's just it, like spinning the bottle again. That's why I hate assholes that uh they spore they they take swabs of the damn isolates and then sell the swabs as that isolate. It, it, oh you yeah, got, you got a one in a million chance of getting what what they're selling you. Yep. Oh yeah, man. There's a whole bunch of those. There's a ton of those. You see those on uh, Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, everything. Like, oh, man, I have this one really cool mushroom. I'm selling swabs now. It's going to be 50 bucks for a pack of two. And uh, you're like, do you guys realize that, first off, is mutation is probably caused by Lysol. Right. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, like, you ain't going to grow anything next clear at all what he just did. Oh, and, and the people who grow one Lysol mutated mushroom and then try and claim that it's a completely different species. Oh yeah. I love that too. Like no, no consecutive grows, no try to like isolate or pheno hunt or nothing. They're just like, Holy shit, this is new. And I'm going to name it after myself. And (laughs) ta-da. Yeah. Love that shit. And and give me your money, please. Thank you. Bye. bye. That happens all the time, all the time constantly and there's it's really hard to tell what you're getting that's one of the that's it most of them are most of them are just some sort of avery's albino mutant or a golden teacher's mutant that's 99 percent of the mushrooms out there yep how many everything gets grown out as soon as i get it although i do have a sample that i need to grow i got from a guy which one are we talking about the border hopper you none of you fuckers grew out yes we are i got it put away for a special occasion okay so no shit there we were we had this uh lady that was coming to clean our house and she knew that we were kind of like you know into growing mushrooms and stuff like that so uh her um husband was like hey i've got something for you and he hands me this this mushroom that he brought back with him from mexico and they live in like deep South Central Zacatecas kind of Mexico, you know, like right above where the Aztecs used to be, where all the pyramids and shit are. Hidden in his Mexican Bible. Yeah, and uh, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, let's let's play with this. And so I made samples for everybody, sent it out to everybody, and uh, nobody did shit with it. They're just like, oh. Hey, here's that really cool fucking mushroom that probably Aztecs got fucked up on and like, you know, sacrificed people to and whatnot. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I think I'm going to grow somebody's dick cheese mushroom over there. <laughs> I, I have I have big plans to grow it, but I have been taking a slight hiatus from my major growing. So I wanted to wait till my lab was properly set up. You got to remember when you sent that out. That was with the forest floor. And we yeah. decided not to use the forest floor because we're going to use that with the forest floor. So we all decided that we're using our own shit. 
So it got put aside because we just that you decided that you didn't want to use it. Well, I didn't want to use the forest floor on this one badass mushroom because I, I wanted everybody to grow their own shit on forest floor and see if it worked the same for everybody. And it really did. Like I like the forest floor. That's what I make all the time. Um, yeah, it grew well but, for me also. Yes. Yeah, but uh, it's it's like you weren't just supposed to take that nifty little vial and yeet it into the back of your shoe closet and forget about it for all eternity. <laughs> well, it would also help you label shit. I, I have it, and I've seen it multiple times. And it's it's not like Monstrosity, where it's got a nice little fucking, you know, pimp snail on the cover. You know, it's a blank <laughs> one. It's, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm, I want to say... I want to make sure it's not from fucking street because I don't want this fucking shit by anything else. It has a B and H on it for border hopper. And well, the, well, it, I get it, to, I, I get the, to say like B plus to me. <laughs> I get okay. to say border hopper. My wife's very, very Mexican. So I can get away with that shit. In, in, <laughs> in uh Feral's defense. I still have the very first spore print that Deadpool ever sent me. And I actually showed him a picture of it, asking him what the heck it said on there. And he didn't even know for sure at first. <laughs> oh, my writing. Yeah. That, yes. That's yeah. That. <laughs> I should have been a doctor for sure. That shit changes with the, <laughs> with the seasons. It just, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it, it literally takes me much effort, tons of effort to be legible. <laughs> So, yeah, that's it, why you just print everything, man. That's what I do. Yeah, it's still it in the fancy baseball card holder and everything. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well done. Texas orange cap, by the way. We finally figured oh, it out. That's a fun one. I had I've grown that one. I've heard good things about it. I've never grown it out yet. Yeah, I grew it. You know what? We oh damn. That was almost a oh, fuck it. Let's just go down this. Oh so what I'd love to do is I'd love to get together and go on a road trip across some southern states hunting wild-ass mushrooms. I'm in. Of course you're in. You have no life. <laughs> as a young man growing up in Florida, I used to harvest them and play with them as a kid. Squeeze the juice out of them and feed them to lizards and stuff and watch them turn purple and just sit on a stick for a day. <laughs> it, it was it was just and now you know you're like wow i wish i'd have saved some of that or i knew what i was dealing with as a kid <laughs> that's just wholesome totally normal childhood behavior that's no mr mr therapist lady i i totally want that secret clearance i didn't do anything weird and fucked up as a child you, you know you know feeding the lizard that large of a quantity because florida has like it's, it's not really a um, a chameleon, but it's similar to a chameleon. It never killed them. They the green and all. <laughs> yes, yeah, I was gonna say it's the animal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't. It would not kill them. They they would turn purple and just lay there for a while, and then they would and have an existential crisis. Yeah, eventually, eventually <laughs> they would get done meeting God, and they would go about their day. Dude, never killed them. I used to be a stegosaurus, man. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you wonder what was going through that lizard brain. Huh? Yeah, he's identifying him <laughs> as a dog. <laughs> My ancestors used to rule this bitch. <laughs> and he did say the other ones plotting against people now. All because. Hey, hey, you guys. I know where the stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fucking lizard. <laughs> I was a kid. I didn't do any better at the time. 
Oh, dude, I was. Don't get me wrong. I was a terrible child. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't to the point of drowning cats or anything like that. You know. Oh no, but so okay. Uh, my grandma used to like have this really really beautiful garden, and uh, she'd pay us like you know a penny a piece to go and remove all these giant freaking huge grasshoppers out of the garden. Well, we'd get really bored, and so I built a like like a two scale guillotine. <laughs> so we'd sentence them for their crimes based on where we caught them and like by the time we're done or if we tried really hard we could probably make like two or three bucks a day and you know back in the uh, 80s it's it's not bad money for a kid because they still have those penny they still still have those penny candy stores, you know, where you could go and get like a Swedish fish and shit like that for a penny a piece. Well, they, had, they had a ten cent boxes of like lemon heads and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. loved yeah, atomic fireballs. Exactly. So we could have made like you know some pretty decent money, but by the time we got done listing all the fucking crimes and everything, we're at like a nickel a day, and it's taking like <laughs> like it's a Crime four hour trial. <laughs> it's like a four-hour trial, and I could just see my grandma. I was super religious grandma looking out there, going, "I object!" Shit! <laughs> no, she was being like, <laughs> "Now I think about it, we were like the creepy guy version of like Wednesday Adams." Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this big giant block of wood grandpa used to like split the freaking shit on it was like three foot tall guillotine and grasshoppers with scotch tape taped down to the block <laughs> kids these days they just don't have it as well as we did oh shit no they have like Fortnite. they didn't have to build anything to sacrifice anything to a demigod to nope. get in to be interested you know no. yeah I tried. Oh I tried God. playing Call of Duty with one of my little nephews, and he snuck up behind me, stabbed me with a knife, and teabagged my dead corpse in the game. And I said, "Yep, I'm done playing with you." Yeah. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, he he made sure and killed me with a knife just to show how much better he was than me at the game. <laughs> like, all right, kid. This is how we're going to really do it. Here's your fucking knife. Go outside and make me a fire. (laughs) (laughs) Play a game. My my grandfather really did that. He would hand me like three shotgun shells and he's like, bring me back three animals and you get three more shells. (laughs) My grandpa used to do that shit with like 22 shells. He'd be like, here's your, here's your like hand, small handful of 22 shells. And we go out there and shoot the rabbits in the garden and, you know, just stuff like that. And the stupid moles, moles were like the most awesome target because they just only pop their head up for like, you know, a few seconds at a time and they go back down, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, we would just, the amount of patience I had at like five years old with my single shot 22. They little like, sniper all fucking lined oh. up, let the feet down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would lay there so long that like the I'd become one with the ants, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> to get that stupid gopher. <laughs> Good times, dude. There wasn't a live bird within a half mile of my house after I got my BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> so we got BB guns. We got BB guns, right? And then we we're like, oh wow, uh, you know. I bet you we could shoot bullets with these. So uh, we would take little pieces of pipe and 
fit them on the end of the the the, the BB gun, so that you could put the. It was like a muzzle loader for modern like shells, and then we'd slide the modern shell down the front and shoot it with the BB. The BB would hit the like you know the, the firing cap and then the launch it off. Oh yeah, we'd have like four ten shotguns, maybe like Red Rider BB gun. <laughs> you know? yeah. nice. Excellent. Look at looking back, I'm like, God, I'm surprised I survived that shit. <laughs> we used to have BB gun wars along the creek. I, I remember you my youth. Crick. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what a crick is? No, it's just very Canadian of you. We used to call it creek. <laughs> It's, it's a fucking crick. Creak. <laughs> it's not a wheelchair. It's not creaking. It's it's a fucking water waterway. It's a creak. So so it's it, it's a problem with your neck or back, is what you're calling it. You got a crick in your neck. <laughs> you know, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, he's not from Canada, people. He's just might as well be because he's like from, you know, like right from. He could probably, you know, see Canada from his wind from his bedroom window. If the moose would move, right? <laughs> That's one thing I've never hunted. I've never hunted a moose. It's really easy, almost too easy. Are they really getting the, get the permit? It's like hunting a horse. I mean, it's that easy. <laughs> Horses fucking hate me. Like, really, really hate me. Like, I don't know why I grew up on horses and shit. Just one day, I I went through puberty, and horses just really started hating me. They smell that testosterone. Yeah, I started smelling like a predator or some shit, and... So, like, I've been bit more by horses than by any fucking other animal except for, like, mosquitoes, right? What? That is yeah, fucking been, ridiculous. No, dude, not even joking. My wife thought it was a fucking joke when we first got together, too. She's like, horses? They're so sweet. I'm like, mm. no, dude. No, no, no. Uh-uh. They fucking hate me. Like, they smell me, and they'll kick down their fence and shit and come chase my ass down to take a giant moon-shaped chunk out of my fucking shoulder. Dude, I have never seen that in my life, and I've lived on horse ranches, and I've dated girls that are fucking I was, professional riders. I've never seen someone be attacked by a horse that wasn't being trampled. I that was uh, not funny shit. I was I was leading, no, I was leading a Shetland pony with some kids on it, you know, by the rope, and I was just walking along, and that little son of a gun reached up and bit me right in the shoulder from behind. And God, oh, and it it, it's a fact, you. Those oh. little sons of bitches, they have they they can't just like half close their mouth and reopen it. It has to go all the way back down, right? So they take Lock this y'all. they have this little it takes a perfect little half moon shaped fucking clip of skin. Like it is nasty. So like well, I was like, why? What did you do? I was like, I have no fucking clue what I did to these horses in a different life, but they really, really hate me. And the first time we the first time she saw it for herself was we were at we went to the like uh, Lubbock, Texas State Fair, like the State Fair in Lubbock, Texas, and uh, real big fair, real pretty. Uh, and I'm like staying as far away as I can from the horse barns, and she's like, "Let's go in there." <laughs> I'm not going to there; it's a stable. I'm like, I'm like, dude, are you kidding? Snorting. Are you fucking kidding me? Like that would be like taking your 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 like weakest link of a um, 
paper boy and just throwing him into the fucking Rottweiler den, right? I'm like, no, I'm not going to go in there. And she's like, nah, come on, it'll be fine. They're, they're in cages. I'm like, that's never stopped them. Have you seen horses? They can get out of that. They're in there voluntarily. It's like he walks in there. It's like fucking Satan walking into a church. All the doors start shaking. The horse. Yes. Not even no fucking shit. Yes. That's exactly what happened. She's like, first off, it went dead silent. Everybody's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, they got a smell of me. They know. And then it was just snorting and stomping. Your horse is just kicking the sides of their cages. I'm like, oh, can we go? And she's like, this is really unusual. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I've lived this my whole fucking life. I know it's unusual. This is not natural. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so we left, and we're walking out, and there's a guy bringing in, like, a really pretty, uh, um, just like a, a, what do you call it, a cutting horse? You know, just, just a real pretty cutting horse. A uh, little kid, maybe 15, 16, they just got done roping uh, the little uh, mutt-busting type stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So he was bringing in his little, like, his little uh, cutting horse, and uh, his horse just, like, suddenly stops, turns, looks at me, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So I, like, I take off freaking running. I abandon my wife. I'm like, yow, yow. <laughs> I take off running. The son bitch chases me all. And let me tell you, those cutting horses, they can, they're called cutting horses for a reason. Because they for turn reason, on a man. fucking dime. Right? <laughs> Pitting you in a corner. I'm all, like, I'm a big guy. You know, I'm like six foot fucking five with my shoes on. Uh, I have my fucking boots and everything on. I'm dodge, dip, duck, dive, dodging. Rolling on the ground and turns to try to freaking throw the bitch off. I'm trying to punch the stupid ass horse as he gets close, throwing elbows. Finally chases me down, rips my fucking overalls, biting me in the ass. <laughs> Damn. My wife's like, After holy the- shit, he really wanted to kill you. I was like, yeah, I fucking told you. I don't know what I did to horses, but they fucking hate me. Wow. Yeah, what kind of glue do you use? <laughs> Nothing. I don't even have Elmer's in the fucking house, man. This house is a hot glue gun house. I don't, I'm Elmer's house. <laughs> so it's your plebeian Elmer's all over me. But no, it's just I don't know, man. They just really, 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 really dislike me. There was a there's a story too that if you look it up, uh, I was working as EMS at a um, uh, what do you call it uh, the the Circus where people like do performances and they have like the little dancing ponies and shit like that. And so I'm ignore I'm staying I'm staying far away from that side of the arena, right? I'm just doing my shit, walking on this side. The stupid little fucking ponies got out. They chased me all on the concord around this entire big ass freaking place. This is up in in uh um Cedar Park, Texas. They chased me all around the concourse. I've got my EMS bag and everything on, so I've got like maybe 50 pounds of fucking gear. You got this paramedic just screaming, get the fuck out of the way, and just yelling at people, get out of my way, being chased by a whole bunch of these dressed-up, fancy, knee-high, angry ponies. They chased my ass out fucking side. My partner at the time is in the ambulance, and she's driving really slow, but just kind of like gunning the engine just a little bit every time I get close, because she thinks it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but these stupid, <laughs> these stupid jangly-ass freaking ponies covered in sparkly shit and tutus and stuff are chasing my ass down. 
So uh, I finally grab onto the back of the ambulance, and, and, and she just drives me around the side of the building so I can get inside. And then the freaking ponies around the side of the ambulance trying to get in. Well, they didn't like – they were just mad because they didn't get a chance to, you know, chew, chew on my soul. So <laughs> they get out, and they end up running across the highway. It was 183 and getting hit by cars. And, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of them died. It was great. <laughs> so, since they couldn't have you, they just wanted to end it. They just said, "Fuck it." <laughs> I don't. No, they just refused to go back inside until they could find me to chew on me. <laughs> I don't know, man. Horses just really, really hate me. So, uh, not, it's been twenty-one minutes. We spent <laughs> one minute talking about bags. <laughs> <laughs> In 20 minutes we've been talking about fucking shooting animals with BB guns. Well, no, we spent about seven minutes there talking about how much fucking horses hate me. Yeah, that, that, that's unnatural. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can walk up to like strange dogs and pet them, like you know, and it's like that dog's bit everybody in this whole neighborhood, and I'm like, he's a good puppy, but fucking, <laughs> fucking horses, man. They will. Just kick my ass every time. Never found one to like me. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, we can talk about <laughs> bringing that right back. So let's tie that back in. So horse poo is fan fucking tastic to grow on. Nice, nice. Horse yeah. poo. <laughs> yeah. Except like- for me, it's more like mission fucking impossible to go get the goddamn horse shit. Oh, yeah. you know, I risk my fucking life every time I have to go to a horse We finally found Daryl's weakness. This fucking horses, bro. Yeah. I risk my life every fucking time I go to collect horse shit. Every time. Yeah. I was starting to really the house about horses. crab apples. <laughs> Where did the horse touch you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All show, fucking over. Show me where the with horse bit you. With its fucking teeth damn near everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to take a horse bite, the best place is on your upper back, bro, because you can tighten those muscles and they don't have skin to grab a hold of, right? Love handles are the worst. If they get a hold of a love handle, you have to cut you to the kidney. They're fucking assholes. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. I I've never met an animal that didn't like me. Oh, I've met, I've met a few. What? I've met a few. <laughs> I've met a few. Yeah. I've met people that don't like me. That's a gift. I hate people in general, so I'm good with that. The feeling's usual. Yeah, be- <laughs> <laughs> You're not a person. <laughs> You're a fucking so pirate. <laughs> so let's go back to talking about uh, growing on poo, like horse poo, for example. I see a lot of people talking about, like, uh, you know, they're gathering up this fresh-ass shit, and then they're going to go out there and uh, spread it out and let it dry forever, and then they're going to wash it and like, a pillowcase and spread it back out to dry. I get it. I understand. You're tr- because there, someone on fucking Reddit or Shroomery told them that they have to do that, and nobody actually questions why – you know, and all right. Horse the first thing someone read's got to be the truth. Oh, yeah, or just made up while they were high. Yeah, yeah. I swear <laughs> that's if it sounds good, might as well go with it. 
Yeah. I swear to God, that's where half the fucking texts come from. Is some dude drunk or high off their ass, right? <laughs> anyway, so I found that like okay, fresh as in still wet shit. Eh, it's usually a little bit high in nitrogen, but you can you don't need to wash it out and everything. Understand that like horses, they can have some high salt and some selenium and everything else in there. But it's really not going to hurt anything because you don't grow on just poo, right? You mix it with stuff. Yeah. So the mushrooms. Right. Yeah. If you look where the mushrooms are found, they're not growing literally on the shit. They're growing up through the shit from the ground under the shit, or they're growing from the sides of the shit coming up. But you're not seeing them sprout off the top of a pile of, you know, cow shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're getting all the nutrients and everything, but they're also using everything that's in the ground. So that's kind of where just nutritional substrate and everything comes from. If anything, you know what? It's probably the rain soaking through the manure into the ground, and then all the nutrients have been soaked into the ground right there, and that's what they're feeding on instead of the shit itself. Yeah. Which reminds me, man. Oh, God damn it. That's another rabbit hole. Did you see where they figured out that, like, uh, your – uh, just like your oyster mushrooms and shit are actually predators. What? Yes, I saw that. That is cool. That was fucking wild. They're making all sorts of traps and releasing these toxins and poisons and like spring loaded freaking like 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 almost like a like a jellyfish stingers to catch yeah. nematodes and eat. Yeah, them. This, it, under a microscope, it looks kind of like a lollipop, and when they get near it, it, it bursts and paralyzes. Almost like a what do they call them? Uh, pneumatocysts, right? Like yeah. that's what the jellyfish yep. use. I was like, God, that's so fucking cool. I wonder Dude, look, if you need to send me a link for this shit. Yeah, the the theory is that the wood that the oysters grow on doesn't have enough protein, so the must the mushrooms eat the nematodes to get their protein. That's why I use uh, alfalfa in uh, my uh, my wood lovers mix. Is I for the for the protein and the calcium. Mm-hmm. But uh, so if we're gonna grow on shit, here's how I do it: gonna make like a shit substrate. I take like you know fifty percent shit uh, by volume, and then mix it with like twenty percent straw and twenty percent freaking like core or uh, peat moss. I never use core because it's more expensive. I was gonna say, do you say core? I never use it, but it's it, peat moss and core are interchangeable. I understand people bitch that peat moss has more tannins or it's a uh, slightly more acidic, but they're they're basically interchangeable, man. But like, peat moss is cheaper. So I posted what I a, link, a link for you there, Deadpool, to the oyster right, mushroom cool. article. You get... Yeah, the Discord. Wait, well, you should tell everybody about the fucking Discord. Hey. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only 30 <laughs> minutes into this day. We haven't advertised for ourselves one goddamn time. <laughs> I don't think we've actually introduced everybody, have we? No, we have not. <laughs> That's because if you don't know who the fuck we are by now, you're yeah, not even cool. Yeah, we're very That's, super yeah. famous. No, no, no introductions needed. Yeah. <laughs> well, go around now. You now you guys want to you guys want to play like it's fucking AA. So go around. <laughs> My name is Deadpool. I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Deadpool, for coming today. Recognize your problem. I see you, and you're seen. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I should tell you about the guy that time I went to treatment. But. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't fucking therapy. 
I was I was in college. I was 18 years old and I was at a party out in the middle of nowhere, right? And the cops came and busted us all. Well, I'm thinking, well, they're going to have me drive everybody home because I'm the only sober guy here. And the, and the cop asked me, have you had anything to drink tonight? And I said, yeah, I had a half a beer earlier, but I haven't had anything since. Great. You admitted to drinking. He said he wrote me a ticket. I had to go to alcohol awareness classes for like six months, and they would not let me out until I made it to be an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. Sounds about right. And, you know, I'd always use the, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't have a problem. And they say, well, you must have some problem because you're here. <laughs> I have a no, truth that, problem, officer. That motherfucker <laughs> thought I had a problem. Uh, <laughs> I had a cop yeah. problem. I didn't have an alcohol problem. <laughs> I've always just told him I have too much blood in my alcohol system. Right? <laughs> I had I had like two drinks this week. I'm I'm really on a roll. I'm on my one and a half beer. I have too much blood in my alcohol system, you fuckers. I should have pre-gamed this. So right. back to mushrooms. Oh wait, we're yeah. introducing. My name is John. Yeah. I yeah. I am I'd say mid-tier mushroom grower. I'm not high-end like Deadpool and Feral or anything, but I, I try my best to copy the the people that I find to be the best at stuff. He's good. Don't let him fucking tell you that shit. He has a cool-ass little lab he built, too. That's pretty he awesome. grows the best trike ever. Hey, <laughs> I am a connoisseur of trike. Yeah. And hey, also, hey that's, my, see, that's mycology. It's still mycology. Come on. <laughs> something cool about that is God. no lie. His John is fucking colorblind. Yeah. So it's so horrible. He <laughs> can't fucking tell Deadpool, the What color is this? <laughs> Don't tell me it's green. Don't fucking tell he's me. Always, he's always snapping pictures and sending it to the fucking group to try to figure out what he's actually looking at. Well, you know, until uh, like a year, until about a year ago, I had my daughter. She helped me grow all the time. She, my daughter's in her twenties, not not a little kid. I'm not, but uh. <laughs> that that was her main job, you know. I, I trained her to do a lot of the other mycology stuff, but her main job was to come in and look at my stuff and tell me if you see green anywhere. And then she <laughs> she moved away on me now, so I lost my oh, my helper. Kids these days, Damn. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'd be I'd be so proud of something like, look at this. She's like, Dad, that's got green in it. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's gonna pin. No, John. No, John. That's not gonna pin. <laughs> it's almost right. And you know, to a colorblind person, uniformly green. Last time I saw something like this, I was watching Sea of Green. Well, you you know how, like, when when you do have something with trike in it, how it just has this massive amount of growth that's beautiful and white. I've I've learned to know, like, oh, that's growing too fast. Something's wrong. That looks too healthy. I am too successful right now. Yep. All right, so uh, we've yeah, got. It, it, uh, it sucks to be disabled and have people make fun of you, though. You know, <laughs> no. make fun of you. That's that, that's done. that's not nice. That's all right. I can take. No, it. Was, I have big nice. shoulders. I thought I had a feeling <laughs> once turned out to be gas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but, you know, so that you're with us for this two seconds. Tell us some about you. Introduce yourself. All right. Uh, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't even want to say I'm on a, I'm on a tier, but I, I mean, 
I, I definitely enjoy my college. I really like lab work. Um, and, and nothing quite compares to a nice, beautiful, full tub of uh, delicious fruits, man. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what brought us together, guys. You know how cool that is? That's some pretty cool shit. I haven't met any of you guys, man, fucking around with Agar and some fungi, and we're all hanging out. What the fuck was that? Somebody Is that yours? Some... Someone's <laughs> other goddamn phone on Do Not Disturb, I'm thinking. Yeah. Instead of hitting mute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, Agar work is really, really fun. It is definitely one of the best parts of this is just it's being zen. able to Honestly, science I, the shit out of things. I have one and a half refrigerators full of isolated mycology stuff that I've never even fruited. I just love the Agar work so much. <laughs> oh, there's, it's not, not, right. there's not enough bags in the world to fruit it all. When I moved, I must have tossed probably 200 plates of shit, man. I, dude, I mean, it was sad going, going through stuff. I was like, man, it's like I don't need to, you know, trying to clean house and stuff. And I'm like, well, all right, you know, and like, I got to, I got to downsize everything I got. It was just, it was really bad. Um, you saw what, you saw what I did last year when I had too many freaking plates, right? We made the what the bucket. Yep. Um, oh, so yeah. that's where you, that's what you should do whenever you get so many damn plates. Instead of chucking them, just dump them all in a bucket and layer in some random fucking substrate. Am and I the only gonna... one that has what the bucket genetics? No, I'm growing it out again right now. Really? I didn't think you had I, it. I'm not sure. No, I don't have that. I don't have tits. Tits is oh, like I... the best fucking mushroom, and I don't have it anymore. I gave it all away. I got I I'll make you a plate. Yeah, I'm not no, sure I yeah. have it either. Man, I really would. Re- I'd really appreciate that. Yeah. So anyway, I, I got. Oh, did I mention my major catastrophe last summer? Oh Jesus, what happened? Well, did you it guys... involve color? No. <laughs> well, you, you guys were mentioned that I have a little lab, right? I I have a camping yeah. trailer in my yard that I turned into my little man cave slash lab. Well, it has a refrigerator in there. And I had that refrigerator just packed with plates, and I went off to work somewhere. Came back about five days later, and my fridge had turned off somewhere in there, and that camper was Ooh. warm inside. Oh, damn! And oh. I, I I lost a lot of stuff. So you now I have almost all of them, I bet. But I've done a lot of work. And at the time, I ran out of agar and plates right when it happened. Oh shit! Never mind. Uh, there was cups. A- very difficult time there to get plates. Because I, I had put everything, I had put everything into plate form or slants, and I'd put them in the fridge. And I'm like, I'll, I'm going to take a break from my college. I'll come back and take up, pick off again. And that's where I was at. Now I keep two refrigerators. I try and keep a sample of something in both refrigerators, just for emergencies. Yeah. So if you open up my fridge, my house, there's a bunch of plates in there. And you're like, what the world's all this? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at that. Door. <laughs> So yeah, when we had a bunch of those uh, bunch of those plates, instead of chucking them, we just layered them in that bucket, just in open air, man. I was just sitting outside, just dumping plates into a bucket, and it grew all sorts of cool stuff. And the two best one was the one that we called "What the Bucket," and the other one was the one that uh, called "Tits" because it looked like a perfect pair of like mulatto tits, right? Are we allowed to say mulatto? 
I realize I, <laughs> I don't know what that word means, so yeah, you can say it. Okay. Great. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about a macchiato? Mulatto. <laughs> Mulatto. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So it looked like, and so, but mulatto, the tits turned out to be like quite fucking angry and potent, and uh, and plentiful. Uh, and very, very, very productive. Very productive. Uh, I am actually sort of doing a version of your what the bucket. I have a little compost pile that I've been throwing all my extra substrate and used that stuff in a big pile and all my plates in a pile, you know, and just turning them and covering them with straw. And well, you'll definitely things. be getting poppers out in spring. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, down here in Florida last year, I was doing it at the old place, man. All I had, I had a little spot. I just kind of dug it out about a foot deep, and uh, I lived under uh, two really big live oaks, and they just they constantly dump leaves. So I would just sit there and start kicking leaves over the top of it. And you know, it rains so much here. You know, when you start getting that little bit of rain for a couple of days, you go out and it starts warming up. You start getting all sorts of weird shit popping out. I remember getting in an argument with someone saying. You can't grow penis envies outside. I'm like, bullshit. I got like five of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, like, they still don't want to believe you. But, uh, yeah, dude, uh, the outdoor, it, I, I enjoy the dump piles, man. That shit's great. You know, you just start, you know, meander around the house a little bit. And, oh, shit. It's like Christmas. I found that they really yeah. like to grow near tomatoes. Really, really like to grow near tomatoes. I don't know what really? it is, but, uh, I would take all my used substrate or anything that got kind of tricky or weird and I'd dump it out in the garden and only around the fucking tomato plants would it just grow amazing flushes of nice. all sorts of crazy shit. Like even like the um the wood loving species. So I'd have like these huge flushes just coming up right next to my tomato plant of like pink oyster. You know, like mushrooms and tomatoes, man. They just love those tomato plants. I don't know what it I is. I wonder something with the tomatoes if they have like uh, some kind of chemical in there that's. Uh, I think you know, they established for the like trike. yeah, some sort of beneficial uh, relationship yeah. or something. Yeah, I think they get some sort of rhizomorphic relationship with them. Yeah, because they a, a really do well with tomatoes. Yeah. Huh, I'll try that out uh, this spring. Yeah, a lot of mushrooms do. So we have uh, Michael Nutty down here who hasn't introduced himself yet. Oh, yes. Uh, I am a, a very novice grower. I've only been uh, doing it for a little over a year now. And I just stumbled into it looking into some, some articles and then uh, read a few books and haven't stopped. It's just so kind of becoming a, a... As a newbie, what was you? What brought you into mycology? What was it originally? Do you remember the original thought? Um, I was searching for uh, an answer to depression was the original thought. And it kind of just stemmed from there. And it, it kind of changed everything about my life and gave me a new outlook on things. And, and how has how has that worked for you? Is it the fact that you've been taking the psilocybin or because you have something to focus on, like – Doing all the lab work and the research and everything else. Which part do you think is helping? I I think they both have a tremendous effect on my uh, my mental health. But I think the the psilocybin helps create a new pathway of thought. And it, 
Um, uh oh, did, did we lose him? Did you guys make him emotional? I don't know. I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> no, he's back. There he oh. is. Oh, to go out. Yeah, you faded out, yeah, but it sounded yeah. more like you were going to cry. Oh, no, no. It, my, my screen went black there for a minute. Um, oh. No. Um, yeah, no, it just it just helped uh, helped uh, my, my train of thought and get out of the cycle thinking, you know, just being oh, stuck yeah. on the same shit. Right. But uh, having something to look forward to with growing, I mean, and then it kind of opened my eyes to what I really enjoy because I, I kind of I was – yeah, a lot of shit happens growing up and I never really had my own path, tried following a whole bunch of people, never was happy. And it helped me develop my own, oh shit, this makes me happy. And I enjoy watching things grow. I enjoy having that productive feeling of having not these necessarily these things depending on me, but something that I can help flourish. It's, it's nice. And it's complicated, which makes you have to focus. Yeah, yes. get you out of your head. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, you can only be doing one thing at a time when you're playing with the, in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be fucking up a lot. Yeah. I'm almost done building my new steel airbox, by the way, you guys. Ooh, a nice. steel one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, steel is it S-T-E-E-L or steel is it S-T-I-L-L? I-L-L. Steel airbox. Okay. A, an SAB, a SAB. Yes. yes. I uh, I'm building one out of wood with a slanted top, plexiglass cover with gaskets on it, and lights inside. A really nice one. So like oh, basically a uh, what do you call that? A um, a sand blower? What do they, what do they call that? Yeah, show? I was about to say even box. like a sandblasting box. Yeah, that's what it's. It sandblasting. looks like one. It does look like one. Yes. Well, I used you know everybody I think who started in my college you started with. The, the tub upside down. Some people who are criminals nope. in my mind, namely Deadpool, don't even have armholes in them. I only like use... Some sort of raptor, like fucking arm, like T-Rex arm fucking shape. <laughs> I don't I, I have a huge tub and a halfway over the damn counter. But I only yeah. use the still airbox for agar. Everything else is oven tech. Because without, with, until the flow hood. Hmm. Right. I've never, I've never even used a flow hood. But in uh, my opinion, um, the still airbox has its place even when you have it. Yeah, I for contaminated picture, shit. I posted a picture of my current workings in Discord for you guys to get an idea what I'm building. <laughs> all, all, all that's left is the armholes and the lights. And Dude, you, you painted your room green. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's not my room, but okay. <laughs> I wish that That's was my nice. <laughs> that looks really good. It's it, not like it, you it, wouldn't it, be it, able it, to it. tell. Yeah, he's like, this is a beautiful shade of gray. <laughs> <laughs> it's light gray, medium gray, or dark gray. One of those yeah. three. <laughs> oh, that's nice, man. That's real nice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whenever I'm working with questionable stuff that I don't want the flow hood blowing all over my lab, I can put it in there and work is what I'm thinking. That is the only big downside of a flow hood, is it does blow shit around. Yeah, I don't know what I haven't gotten around to it. I have the space for it. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I have not wanted to drop the penny on it. Not, I mean, I do very well. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, the still air box or the well the flow hood itself, it's not a requirement for mycology. It's more yeah. of a convenience thing. It's a luxury item. Absolutely. Yeah. But it it'll take your game from five to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, what's um, really nice is that you don't have you're not on a timer. Yeah. You know? Yep. And for me it was the vision. I, I had such a hard time seeing through those tubs. It was horrible for me. Just it was just right. such so nice to be able to just see in person what I'm working with. Right. I mean, Sean, you can build one of those like feral flow hoods. That that works really, really well. Um Pookie uses one still. I've used one forever and ever, but till I got a new one. That's what Whitebeard talked one. about on uh the other one last night. He was talking about that that just a box fan with a filter on both sides. Oh, that's oh, yeah. the old school version. That, Broke Boy what, or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, yeah. 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 Broke Boy. The Willie Michael version. Yeah. 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 Yeah, good forty dollar solution. Works out nah, time, hundred percent of the time. I'm I'm not a hundred percent convinced that those would work that well, but you never know. That well, feral white, white, white the feral flow hood. That's works. what he uses until he got his new flow hood recently. I mean, the feral flow hood is an actual flow hood. It actually works. Yeah, yeah the, the one, the one with the floor fan, right? That's one with the the one and a half horsepower, whatever uh, floor fan, and the it's like uh, a the third motor. of a horsepower, third of a horsepower. Third, sorry, yeah. third of a horsepower. I have. I actually have the instructions written down in my uh, <laughs> uh, dude. I used that for a long time, and uh, I mean, I sold tens of thousands of freaking plates that I made just blank agar plates because I was I'm really good at pouring agar. So just to all sorts of people, man, mostly people doing gourmet mushrooms, just agar plates, agar plates, agar plates. Uh, just pouring everything in front of one of those uh, feral flow hoods, and it, all it is is a couple of those Merv filters and yeah, some yeah, and some styrofoam, man. A twenty by twenty, two twenty by twenty filters and some styrofoam and duct tape, and it, it works super, super, super well. I'd have maybe one in a thousand contamination, and that was because I freaking did something, you know. Sneezed um, on it or something. Yeah, or breathe real heavy. I always wear a mask yeah. too, um, just because so you, your mouth's full of bacteria. What? Who told yeah. you? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're a liar. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and they work so well, and they're just so cheap to make. Uh, so cheap. I got pictures of. Uh, me and Tiniest are taking her shopping and having her pick all that, all the stuff to make it and putting cool. it in the shopping cart. Oh, that's cool. That that full but, board is so nice to work with, too. It's oh, stuff. yeah. It started off with bastards on Reddit saying it couldn't be done. The only way you could have a flow hood is if you bought one of these fancy filters from and imported it, and it had to be like, you know, and nothing gets feral going faster than someone on Reddit saying it can't be done. Yeah, that shit ticks me off. It's because it's gatekeeping. I hate Challenge that shit. accepted. Like, there's so many ways to do things. I'm trolling people right now. Did you see the newest troll thing I'm doing? Because everybody's like, oh, you have the to make your seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to make your, you can't do, you can't leave sunflowers in your, your grain or sunflower seeds that's going to be all contaminated. So uh, that's just, ridiculous. Yeah, so I just pure sunflower seed grain. (laughs) 
No, I just went there. I went and bought like the shittiest bird food I could find. It was like on sale at PetSmart for like five bucks for like a they 20 pound bag. They gave them $4 to take it. Here, take this. Yeah. <laughs> take it. And I turned it into, I turned it into the bird seed, but then I went to the behind the house. There's like this, uh, uh, big open grass area, right? And I just drove the truck back there and just a steak knife, because that's the first thing I grabbed and cut all these tall weeds down that brought them and dumped them and ran them over the lawnmower a few times and scraped it all up with the fucking <laughs> with the uh, rake and dumped it into my grain spawn. Nice. So it's got like twigs and leaves and yeah. And uh, rocks and shit and turned that into the grain spawn and then used the rest of the shit to make uh, I bought a $7 bag of compost from Home, uh, Home Depot and uh, just threw the rest of that yard clippings crap in there with it and made substrate. It's going gangbusters. People just don't realize that mushrooms want to grow as much as we want them to grow. And as long as you give them a sterile playing field, they're going to fucking your grow. fucking hands. Yeah, and wash your <laughs> dirty dick beaters. And you can wash the ace. Yeah. <laughs> You can't get the Fumunda cheese and spread that's it on everything. The, the final, that's what I'm missing. That's why I have trach everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you have some ball trick going here. Well, I, had a I, I took a shower <laughs> last fall. I'm good. Great. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a different type of STD, sir. Oh, yeah. I'm trying, to isolate, I'm trying to isolate something new. Don't be teaching fucking mushrooms to eat private parts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who do you think it's like the last of us with your Dude, penis. I love this new show. Oh, yeah. You did that. <laughs> yeah, that's dude, I love yeah, that is awesome. Oh, God. It's terrifying because it's so close to reality. Dude, I like, bet we can make it happen. <laughs> no, I don't want to make it happen. You're the one that brought up eat. You're the one that brought up feeding homeless people in the mushrooms. Uh, well, I mean, what are you gonna do yeah, with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm. it's but, scary. Uh, no, I, like, I, it's so close to making something bad like that happen with cordyceps. Like, yeah, the Tito uh, mushrooms. Them things scared the shit out of me. I will not grow them. Well. You know, one of the only reasons they don't eat people is because of their fucking body temperature. That's pretty much it, bro. Like, yeah. these were too warm. Like, yeah, it was cool. It. In the beginning of the show, they were spot on. They had the dudes interviewing in whatever 1968 or whatever it was. And he's like, yeah. well, they can't survive past 94 degrees, you know, and something like global warming would give them a reason to ev- uh, evolve or whatever, you know? <laughs> like, I'm like, shit, we're all going to die. <laughs> and, they, and they make it sound like only a couple insects are Speaking really good of, for no. these. They eat oh, everything, no. everything they, from chicken, fucking eggs, to rice. Enough, even like New York. You can find you'll every once in a while you'll find a bug in a fucking tree that looks like it's fucking blown up from the inside. You know, I never knew what that was. I mean, That's as a kid, you remember? hey, Feral, uh, we need to we need to talk one of these days about a side subject. By the way. <laughs> oh god. I got one that's right up your alley. Jesus, what's what are we talking about now? Okay, what's I, that I, you, are you guys familiar with a, a TV show called Alone? Alone? Yeah, I love that show. 
I, I've been I've been binge watching it lately, and they were they were talking about the human body that whenever you start starving yourself, your body converts your muscles into glucose and it feeds itself, right? Yeah. It, what if we were to synthesize that and make steak whiskey? <laughs> okay, hold on a Wait, second. Are you, we can, are, are we, we cannibalizing turn... people or no, yeah. like 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 cow steak? Turn cow steak into glucose, the protein in it into glucose, and make whiskey out of the glucose. No, no wonder he wanted to no. talk to you on the side. Yeah, <laughs> this is. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Hey, there's a cure to there's there's a cure to you know California's homelessness problem. Yeah. Give the whiskey back to the homeless people. I, I wouldn't want know. to be the first guy to try it after we made it, but it would be an interesting science project. There's that asshole that be... who makes fucking whiskey out of his diabetic urine. I can see there's that. a guy. Yeah, there's a guy that he actually fucking sells it. No like, way. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, you can buy it. It's on Amazon. Do it's people a buy it. Yeah, no, anybody can buy it. Yeah, he, diabetic. He's got a fucking license. Yeah, don't Google. You can't Google it. Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> okay, I, I thought I was crazy nope. wanting to turn meat into whiskey. So. Well, it's totally possible. I see people turn milk into whiskey. Well, if you break the protein well, down the, into glucose, you could do it. The the um, freaking uh, sh- sh- the Genghis Khan people. The, oh, yeah. Mongols. They, the Mongols make, uh, they ferment mare's milk and make uh, oh, yeah. an alcoholic beverage out of it. Did you just call What would you call them? Mangles? Mongols. <laughs> I know what they are, but he said mangles. <laughs> I, who said mangles? You Mongol. did. Uh, <laughs> mangles. Mangles is a type of beet that you feed <laughs> pigs. It's a, it's a monkey bangle. It's a mangle. <laughs> yeah, the monkey got real horny with Dave. Just start fucking. <laughs> as long as it's not Tony a fucking the tiger, monkey. he's got Tony the tiger and a fucking monkey. That's what it was. <laughs> Mangle. <laughs> but no, mangle is a type of beet. Yeah, feed it to pigs because it grows huge. You get like 10, 15 pounds. Kind of like a sugar beet. Yeah, kind of, but they're super high in protein. They look a lot like sugar beets. But uh, they use them to break ground in uh, like the Slovakian kind of states. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they use them to break the winter ground up, and then they'll store in the ground over winter. So you'd run your pigs in your in your garden, and they'll till everything up, eating these mangles, these big, huge beets, huge, like 10, 15, 20 pounds. So would those be considered Mongol mangles? <laughs> If you grew them in Mongolia, <laughs> <laughs> by a striped person. Oh, dude, striped people. Uh, you know, people are actually fucking striped and shit. Did you ever what? see that? What people? We have like cryptic nat- color. Naturally, yeah, humans are cryptically colored. Wow, where? If you look at it, everywhere, your whole fucking skin is just a bunch of stripes and swirls and. Polka dots and shit like that. Humans are cryptically colored. It's fucking cool. We have our own built-in, unique colors, and it's only seen in the UV light spectrum. You gotta check that shit out. Someone fucking Google that and drop a picture in the freaking uh, the thing that humans are cryptically colored. Um, it's uh, it's really really freaking wild. 
But it's one of the things that they figured out when they were looking for people for precancerous stuff was they'd look at you with your different light spectrums. And it's like, holy shit, everybody's like stripey. And it's freaking wild that humans are well, actually. You're, so you're saying you, that you can see their aura. <laughs> That's basically what you're saying. No, it's that people. <laughs> humans are cryptically colored. Is everyone unique? <laughs> yes. Everybody's so it's like a unique. fingerprint. That's not good. <laughs> Here, hold on. I'm looking. Stripes and UV lights. Here, look. Check this out. It's Cabinet of Curiosities. Check out this fucking shit. I'm going to drop this freaking link. Look at this shit. Click that shit. It's fucking wild, man. Why do you have a picture of a cat? <laughs> but, when did we get a cat? Oh, okay. So it's like type 1A, type 1B, type 2... So type two has like patches, right? Like so type one is, yeah, type one is like literally like Tony the Tiger. Type one B is like a zebra. Type two is check. You're fucking checkerboarded. Holy and shit! Get, I told you, but no, like it, it's freaking cool, isn't it? Humans are cryptically colored. Isn't that freaking awesome? I want to be colored. I want to know what color I am. No, you don't <laughs> say you want to be colored. So it's not just when I'm covering the ass. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that freaking wild? It's like that's knowing how, me, like, I take the picture. There's a big cock and balls facing my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get a big dick on your cheeks. <laughs> you're like everybody's like wow dude everybody you guys look so cool you're all cryptically colored you look over him there's just a big pattern of dicks just all over him <laughs> covered in dicks you're cryptically colored too bro what a D-bag. <laughs> it looks like you've been teabagged by an angel <laughs> that's dictastic <laughs> wow <laughs> I'm Pretty cool, the, right? I'm going down the rabbit hole looking at the pictures. It's crazy. Hey, right. you guys are putting you guys are putting that in anonymous and not in the fucking the right Discord. Oh shit! Okay, well, you know both both of you. Oh damn it! Here, I just pushed it. I just put it. In what there. what Discord am I supposed to be in? Oh, that's right. Someone's been fucking MIA. We there's a new one for the podcast. Yeah, oh. so fuck around and find out, Colt. I'm sorry, I wasn't invited. Fuckers, dude, that the invites in the friggin' general description on my server. <laughs> really? I'll send it to you. Yeah, you know I'm I'm technically challenged, right? Yeah, special ed, right? Ain't that the new nickname? I have been. Uh, what's what's the word? Touched. I've been uh, not not as active as I should be lately. I'm, I'm trying to get over that though, or get better at that. As you should. Now, that's really cool, man. Anyway, humans are cryptically colored. It's super awesome. I wonder if, like, there's got to be some sort of glasses or something you could put on uh, to block the lights so that you could see that. Or a filter. Or cool. yeah. And oh, to filter out awesome. just a certain spectrum. Me water. I mean, like, my wife's really angry. She's got to be tiger-striped. <laughs> I think there's a correlation between it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> spicy Mexican, tiger striping, makes sense. Maybe that's why the horses don't like you. They don't like your stripes, man. 
I probably look like something fucked up, right? Like it's like there's a there's like a like a Egyptian type fucking shit like on my body that just looks like it's like a horse slaughter plant. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you it's a lot of horses. Yeah, it's just like a hieroglyphic <laughs> big horse fuck you like written across my forehead or something. Yeah, they really don't like me. It's it's not even a joke. I like horses. They're beautiful animals, but by God, they fucking hate me. It's fun to joke about until you like see it, and you're like, oh my God, dude, you're right. They really want to kill you. But, yeah. So everybody said their own like relationship with mushrooms, and I, I kind of preach this shit like in my regular everyday life. I get around a lot of people who are depressed. I'm around a lot of uh, my coworkers and stuff like that. And uh, I'm very cautious about who I talk to it about. But uh, um, there's a lot of people that are very open in the medical field to psilocybin use, responsible use. I'm not talking about everybody go out there and get fucked up and see baby Jesus or have ego death or something. Or, or moderate dosing or, or just responsible use, right? Like, I personally, in my relationship with uh, with psilocybin, is that I like mo- what I call moderate dosing, gram, gram and a half, two grams max. Like especially if you're gonna go see Disney on Ice, oh yeah, two grams. That's some good it stuff. really makes the fucking colors pop. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you don't you don't care that the kid behind you is whacking you in the back of the head with a fucking Disney princess sparkly glow in the dark <laughs> thingamajig. You're just happy as shit watching them dance and seeing on the ice. Yeah. But uh, I don't see yeah. the colors, but I taste them when I'm like that. Yeah. <laughs> really? You know what, though? I've, I've seen research where, like, people that are colorblind or even deaf after using psilocybin, psilocybin that they actually, like, see shit like that. Like, they yeah. get the sense back. I don't, I don't know if I'm seeing colors properly when I do them, but I do know that colors are really wild and vivid looking when I'm on them. Yeah, so, okay, so I mean, you can so, actually so, see colors? I have not taken a colorblind test while I was on them, though. Well, how about this? Take some mushrooms, go in your lab, look at your tub. That's green. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's green, huh? <laughs> Let's just go for baseline. That's green. What the? <laughs> this guy. Not yeah. every not everything I have is green, is it? No. <laughs> God, God, I hope not. <laughs> no, but there's somebody that that opens up a, a whole bunch of interesting things. You see people that. Uh, uh, oh, dude! There was a there was a big big story in uh, Men's Health. Did you guys read about that? The I one where not. the guy was the guy was fucking paralyzed, been paralyzed a long ass time. They got him fucked up on mushrooms and just sat there. They just kept telling him why he was so fucked up that he could walk, that he could move his foot, that he could move his foot. You can walk. You yes, can move his foot. They fucking just basically tantricked his ass while he was fucked up high, right? And mm-hmm. told him that he could walk, and his brain went. Oh, okay. I can. <laughs> and, it, and like neurogenesis happened at a super fast fucking rate, and he forgot he was paralyzed. His brain forgot why he was high that he was paralyzed, and he was able to move his feet and feel stuff with his feet. And then he remembered that he could do that when he was sober again. And like 
a month and a half later, the dude's up walking around. Nice. Damn. Yeah. Nice. And so, so they're starting to do, they're starting to figure out that, hey, maybe it's not just literally the fact that neurons are just these long fishing lines that go from your brain to your feet that, you know, they branch out everywhere. Like, yeah, like they, uh, they tree just need, like maybe if we need, could just reroute that shit. Yeah. You know? They need a new roadmap and the yep. psilocybin helps with that a bit. I can see yeah, that. It was really fucking cool. It was a mint health. It was amazing. And so now I'm just kind of looking for somebody that I know that might be uh, paralyzed that we can. <laughs> how about, we can how about I'm visually paralyzed? Yeah, I, I'm colorblind. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we just need to get him really, really fucked up. Like you know, I've never, I've never. This is gone, green. This is green. <laughs> I've, I've never gone that far with it before. I think five grams was the biggest I ever did, and that was after. Oh had, no, I'm talking about like really fucked up. Yeah, and I'm I, talking I, about like yeah, and, and I already doing, had a dollar do, sometimes. So. Nah, we're gonna throw LSD, ayahuasca, fucking holy criminy. Yeah, we're Old just gonna venom. throw it all on you. You know, just mix yeah. up a cocktail. Huh? Just. Just everything we could get our fucking hands on. Well, I mean, you can get a Jeffrey, yeah. right? And a goddamn Nutra bullet, and we're just gonna fucking and then just fucking chug it. <laughs> so I made I made the mistake. Uh, I don't know, probably eight or nine years ago. To uh, I, I was I don't know. I was probably eating about a quarter throughout the night, and uh, I was on I think three or four tabs of acid, and I decided to take some do some DMT. Um, and, uh, yeah, that shit was, uh, it hurt me a little bit. I gotta say, um, that wasn't fun. And I had a, I had a really weird, uh, I got a little ballsy. My, my wife went to Miami with the daughter and I was like, Oh, I need to have this, you know, you know, fucking monumental experience. And I had been tripping a lot lately at that time. Uh, this is probably about five years or so. And I ended up eating. I started off with a quarter and within the first hour I ended up eating through the rest of a three quarter ounce bag. So I had a total of 21 grams in an hour and, uh, that shit rocked me. Like I, I, I stopped eating, uh, psychedelics for like two years after that. It, I mean, it hurt me bad. Like it was good. It was profound, but it was the most fucking terrifying thing I'd, I've ever done in my life. And I mean, I've had a lot of really heavy, uh, uh, trips. I mean, I've been eating psychedelics since I was like 13. I'm, I'm 39. So, I mean, it's been a lot, you know, I've gone on breaks and stuff, but um, that was weird. I mean, talk about like, I, I left my body. I, I saw my body. I, I collapsed on the back porch. I, I experienced death or what I think to be death. And then sparks of light, rebirth, lived a life as somebody like Every second, every minute of every day of that person's life, died in a car accident, was born as some girl. i born again. Same thing. Death is purgatory, not purgatory, limbo or something, I guess you would call it. It was the weirdest fucking thing. Born as a girl, black girl in fucking the ghetto in Chicago, lived her life till she was like 18 and got shot. It was the weirdest fucking thing. I, I, I shit you not, dude. But like, dude, I came when I fucking woke up from that. It was... uh yeah, it was a lot, man. It was a lot. And I was like, oh, wow. shit, I think I moved myself. <laughs> wow. You know? I like to see why you needed a break from that one. I, the writing was on the wall with that, you know, but. I'm thinking I mean, it, was, it wasn't all the, I don't think it was the actual just the psilocybin. It's actually the, the mixture between all of them. 
Oh no, that was that was that was just my highest uh, mushroom experience. That was a cub. I don't know five years ago or so. The other one that was really bad was the uh, DMT acid in mushrooms, which I will never ever do again. <laughs> um, together, that was uh, a little too much. That's but so that other one, just a psilocybin uh, induced thing. I actually haven't macro dosed for. Uh, quite a while. I microdose. I have a little regiment that I do. I do like a month on and a month off. Um, uh, I feel it helps. I have bipolar depression, so um, or bipolar a clinical depression with bipolar. I don't give a fuck what they want to diagnose it with. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like the med- They want to diagnose it with medicine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They were. They were trying to put me on meds and shit, and they didn't want to trying to. They were offering me. What was that? They make so much money off of that. They're making money off of you, your insurance, and the the medical companies, the pharmaceutical companies pay them yeah. to push yeah. the fucking drugs. Yeah, well, the same. So, so with okay, let's talk about ketamine real quick. So, the FDA um, approved it for breakthrough breakthrough therapies. Um, at least uh, I don't know if it's federally or how that works, but I, I know, for instance. Uh, I'm an ex uh, opiate addict. Okay, uh, I was roped up in the whole pill mill bullshit in the you know early aughts, late aughts, whatever. Um, so, S ketamine is actually what has been approved. It is not actual ketamine. I mean, molecularly speaking, it looks the same. They've made a very small adjustment to it, and it acts the same way. But um, they have the patent on it, and um, so let me see here. So they have the patent and that's the only thing that's legal, which they have a monopoly on it. And now insurance companies aren't really paying for it, but they're doing at home treatments for, with ketamine that cost three to $5,000. Damn, you son, know? we're in the wrong business. Yeah. No, right. <laughs> well, well, to put this, I'm not going to say the name, but I was leaving work uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, a, a, a doctor's office, it used to be basically a pill mill doctor's office. I, I used to go to them when I was, you know, anyway, point being, I saw their name on the side of a brand new Raptor. It was a hot pink Raptor with one of them vinyl wraps around it. And it was at home ketamine treatments, phone number, the whole nine. And it blew me the fuck away. I was like, wow. I mean, I've got a lot of resentments against, uh, you know, pharma, big, big pharma and, uh, you know, uh, the way our, our medicine, medical system is, is, is set up. Um, <laughs> so uh, I could talk for hours about that, but it, 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 it is ridiculous. Uh, it's an industry, you know, and, and they're talking about people's health as a, a for profit industry. It's it's wrong. Yeah, if, if, if they have a cure. They're not going to use it if they have something to go ahead and just stave off the fucking problem. Well, a cure doesn't make never, money. Yeah, a treatment a treatment is way more profitable than a cure. Yeah. every single time. And but, that's yeah. That's actually, actually, oh, we can cure this. Wait, can we turn this into a two year plan? How about that? Can we can we give them uh, a weekly dosage? <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, look at all the research about like psilocybin. That. I mean, it's it, it's shown to be so much better than anything the pharmacies have, and they're pushing so hard not to let it come out to the mainstream. But well, it, they, did, they did the same thing. Did the same thing with marijuana. Yeah, it's, it's, I think a lot of that has to do with that they think that psilocybin has a high 
propensity for abuse. And I'm like, do you know anybody that's like chronically addicted to psilocybin? No, no because no. the they, problem they've is done a lot. They're not doing it for a while after that. <laughs> right? You I mean, can't. You, can't. you physically you can't. fucking can't. You get a you get you build up such Resistance. a tolerance to it so freaking fast that like day one you can take a little bit and get freaking high. Day thirty, you're having to eat a wheelbarrow full. Yeah. You know, it's like it's mm-hmm. just not. It's not like something that you can yeah. take a little bit at a time and just you know constantly chase the dragon. You can't, and it doesn't have any narcotic effects. Like you don't, you don't feel that out of body, warm, fuzzy narcotic feeling that you get where when you take something that is really addictive, like a narcotic. All it does personally for psilocybin and me is it I'm happier, uh, colors are brighter, sounds are prettier, and I feel less like uh, strangling my in-laws. There you go. So I take I, I think gram it, before it, having to go to a family event and then I'm just smiling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the whole point of the uh, – is a chemical reaction that you're that has in your brain that just allows you to basically just you know fix yourself self-healing with natural things like that is the whole reason they're gone because if it if uh they let you do that then how are they going to go ahead and get that uh you know five thousand dollars for at-home ketamine treatment it's not just the ketamine treatment man all the antipsychotics none of them are really good for you most of them just turn you into a zombie now there are Dude, people. I, out I was there. on it when I got out of the when I got out of the navy. I I, I was on yeah. all kinds of shit, and I basically just was walking through life. And then one day I was like, "This is it, I'm done." I, and I I don't take medicine anymore. Don't take pills. Nothing. Nada. It's just uh, I refuse to do it only because it robs you of your individuality. And you're you just turn like you said, it's a fucking zombie. And I I'm too. There are up to some people. There are some people that require that level of medication, but um, you're talking about 1% or 2% of the population. You're not talking yeah, not about 50. <laughs> where you have, what is it, like 38% of the fucking populations on some sort of freaking antidepressant? Yeah. You know, and it's like, God almighty, man. And I think some of that has to do with people who have lost their connection with nature, they don't have hobbies anymore. How many people you meet that you go like, hey, so, you know, what's your hobbies? They're like, what's your Netflix? That's not a fucking hobby, dude. That's a that's an activity. That's the time. Dude, how about, how about trying to get people nowadays to go camping or oh. go hiking? It, yeah, it's like impossible. fully deep. Or, or it's like you go out there, like, you have a tent. Well, you were using tents? We're not getting oh. a cabin? <laughs> right. try, to get, try to get people to go fucking fishing. Like, oh, oh dude, like, I- I'm a it's big hard. fisherman. I'm a big fisherman. Farrell, I believe you and me have talked about fishing. You know, uh, oh, I yeah. kayak a lot, and uh, it's a saving grace. I'll be honest. Last year, I didn't get out as much. Uh, 20, 2021, uh, I went out uh, 40, I think it was like 42 or 47 times. Uh, you know, that's quite a bit. You know, I was going out multiple times a week, but uh, it's it's needed. And when I, you know, when I'm not doing that, it's, you know, I'm going out in the woods. I'm walking. We got a bunch of little nature preserves and stuff around where I'm at. So it's like me and the wife would, you know, sit there and we'll go walk that for three or four hours, you know, it's, I basically uh, live on a nature reserve. <laughs> I want to be there, man. 
Yeah, 2022 was real busy for us as well. We didn't get a chance to really run down the beach and do all the different stuff that we normally do. And it shows. I mean, we were we had a couple of times. Sometimes we'll get me and the left to the point where we're just like fed the fuck up with civilization, you know, and mm-hmm. get kind of noticed that we're getting kind of bitchy. And we're like, hey, we need to go on a vacation. We need to go reset. And so we'll go jump in the truck and, and run 20 miles down the beach and be a, what's called big shell. Um, and down on pins, the Padre Island National Seashore. And we'll be down there away from every other fucking human where the, the beach is just made out of seashells the size of your freaking fist. And just chill. Throw out a couple of fishing lines, barbecue there on the beach. Um, and just let our daughter chase crabs and shit and have a great time. And it's so relaxing. It's great therapy. It is. I love my camping. Which is really weird when you think about it. Like as, as human beings, I don't believe we were put here to work nine to five for a paper to go to a grocery store. You know, I get what you're all about, Farrell, with the, you know, I, I love all the, the prep and shit that you're doing, man. Uh, yeah. it, it's, Friggin' awesome, dude. Um, but it's funny. We're talking about, oh, it's it's therapy to go out and naturally be what we are supposed to be. You know, yeah. that's it's kind of sad that we're, we're our society is at that state. You know, uh, I'm a freaking predator. My wife's a predator. You know, our tiniest daughter. She's a tiny predator. She chases <laughs> critters, you know, and we we like going out there and harvesting our own food, whether it's hunting or fishing. Or whether it's sneaking up on a vegetable we grew, all right? <laughs> we, like, we like just doing stuff and getting dirty. And That's called being stalkers. And doing God, it yourself, it's, not just going to the store and buying it. That, that's no, the beauty the of it. The whole feeling at the end of the day is is different. Like I can go to HEB or you know Whole Foods or something and come back and, and make a beautiful meal. But if part of that meal comes from something that I've grown or made or, or caught or something else, it just has a different feeling to it, you know? Yes, it, and, you it know, and it tastes better. And it tastes better, whether that's psychological or not. It just does. I know that spent the, fucking two weeks on a fucking ship getting sent to China and then being processed, being sent back. I know that the beef, the beef that we raised, uh, and that I process myself, um, instead of taking it to a butcher or anything, I just I process the whole cattle, the kill cow by myself. Uh, my wife helps. We have a little line going where I'll quarter it and then cut it up into the bigger primal chunks and then cut it into steaks and stuff and pass it down the line to her. And she puts it into a vacuum sealer, vacuum seals it, writes what it is on it, and stacks it in the freezer. And we can do an entire cow from, you know, kill it this first day and string it up and then uh, gut it and skin it and then salt it real good to dry up all the membranes and draw the blood out. And then the next day we start 8 or 9 a.m. and we're done by, you know, 2 or 3 p.m. And um, the beef is so much better. And, and it's not like we're feeding them special food or anything like that. We're just not feeding them trash. Uh, a lot of these times you get places that are like uh, the Wonder Bread Company or Hershey's. You know what they do with all the shit that doesn't meet their standards is they turn it into animal feed. I was working a feed lot there in Idaho, 
growing up, they'd bring in these huge trucks from ConAgra feed. They were just like candy bars. They were broken, right? Or just messed up a little bit. They'd mix it in with their silage, which was like kind of half fermented grains and, and chopped up straw. And then they'd use that to feed the cattle to fatten them up. This was back in the 90s. And Wonder Bread Company. Back when they were feeding cows, cows? Yeah, right? <laughs> that was a great fucking idea. Anyway, <laughs> they would, uh, uh, but, and it's, Sure, it made a great marbled thing, but, I mean, a great marbled steak, but then you have a steak that tastes like nothing. It has no flavor. And uh, I'm not talking about a gamey flavor or anything like that, but just like an actual beefy flavor. If you buy meat from Walmart or something like that, it it has, it tastes like meat, generic meat, (laughs) you know, but it doesn't taste like, Steak, or you know, try this steak. I just 3D printed it. Delicious. Oh, <laughs> you guys, speaking of, of meat, I was just talking to somebody the other day about this. Has you guys seen um, the quality of the pork go downhill in, in the grocery stores? You want to know why that is? It's because of that African swine fever that they had uh, going on in, in, in Africa and China that uh, killed off most of their pigs. Well, China eats a lot of pigs. So China contracted with most of the, to get most of their pigs from America sent over there to China and to get processed and, you know, and turned over there. Well, left a huge gap. And that's why uh, pork was super expensive and bacon was super, super expensive there in like 2021 and 2022. So we started bringing in pork from South America. And what you're tasting is a difference in how it's fed. Down in South America, it's get a lot of cassava. It's eating a lot more different roots. It's eating a lot of different stuff like that. It makes you, it's why your pork is now lighter and more uh, gray color when it's cooked up. Makes sense? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. It's because of what it's eating. We're all of our good grain fed, <laughs> fat fucking pigs are going to China and we're getting all the stuff from South America that's eating like. Roots and yeah, but really cheap roots, not like good roots. They're not not potatoes. Did you ever, roots. Did you ever look at that curve. thing I told you about with the uh, what was it, Idaho, where they uh, banned any business with China? Oh, That's shit. Idaho. That's normal. Idaho does that shit all the fucking time, and Idaho, Idaho honestly can pretty much get away with it. They have a shitload of freaking cattle. They have pig farms. They have everything else they want. I grew up there, so. I don't get away with uh, they. They banned their state government from doing anything with China, not the local businesses. No, no, all local. Any, any. No, no, no. Anyone in the state, they're not allowed to send contracts out to anything relating with uh, with China. Well, that's a really good bold move, Cotton. Let's see how that works out for them. That, um, that's an awesome move. <laughs> yeah, it's a great thing. I mean, I'm down for it. But here's the problem: is that China owns is the number one owner of uh, um, arable farmland in the United States. Four hundred million uh, acres. Yeah, Holy Jesus Christ, that's yeah. not concerning at all. No, well, yeah, I but guess it's what? the same thing. If, if the government can go ahead and take take your land away for not paying your taxes, there's nothing stopping them from taking land away from another country either. You know? yeah. so, 
But they're signing it, like ninety-nine year fucking leases. You know? Of course. They go well, to the extent of as far as they can go. And there's what? There there's what three or four deep water ports in America. I think you've got uh, the Galveston one, you've got uh, the the one over in Oregon, you got one down by Baja, and you got one on the um like the Virginia Naval Yard kind of area, right? Like so you got like four big commercial ports. No, you got one up in New York. They sold the deep water port in Oregon to fucking China. It flies a goddamn Chinese flag now, you know that? What? That's yeah, they insane. Gave them, they gave them on the entire port, okay? They gave them a 99-year fucking lease on the port. You figure, <laughs> so when we come and import our own shit, our own fucking ships come and land at our own goddamn docks that we built, we have to pay China to offload our shit for us. After we after we paid to have no the sneaky back. fuckers. No, it was genius move by China. Genius move. Oh, oh yeah. And then, then China owns like a whole bunch of Africa. Uh, who was it? Was it one of you bastards who was telling me that they found a literally mountain of gold in uh, Africa this last week? The geologists no, literally. Okay, so geologists literally found this this mountain, and they can they figure that it is. Like got the highest concentration of gold inside this mountain. It's mineable gold, by the way, not just powder gold or flake or something. So uh, the gold price gonna go down like a motherfucker, which is why yeah. no one's saying anything about it on the news. Yeah, it's it's we're talking about sure. you know millions of tons of mineable gold. Well, gold is one of those precious metals that's used a lot in semiconductors and microchips. Right. So like silver, super fucking important to have. Well, they found this huge deposit of it, and China went in there and bought the whole fucking thing. <laughs> like, within 48 hours. Within, like, 48 hours. Wow. Yeah. The next big thing is I was I was reading on the news about how the, the microchip wars right now is the new cold uh, world war. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... Uh, how they're banning microchips from here and there, and everybody else is fighting over them. Well, well it's just because it's the precious metals. It's the well, precious that, metals. It, they, you can actually use that shit to spy on people. I mean, countries are putting shit on televisions and their fucking chips, you know, where they can go. There's actually, they've found cameras hidden in televisions made in China on <laughs> that they can access if, when they're connected to the internet through MAC addresses. Any, anytime they want to see me Sitting there in my fucking boxers watching fucking Netflix <laughs> again. Right? Yeah. I, I should charge them live cam. But uh, yeah. so I started on, only fans for Chinese. Yeah, I was going to say only fans. Yeah. <laughs> have a That's sign, don't should... forget the tip. <laughs> we, should, <laughs> we should have a fucking only fans. God damn it. Only losers. Fafo fans. Uh, we should have an OnlyFans. Uh, yeah, it's there's a bunch of crazy fucking shit that's going on, and I'm not very happy about it either. But, yeah, there's not much you can do about it. This thing goes back to the whole rules of being a man. There's, like, only worry about the fucking shit that you can actually physically change yourself. You know, it just... You can't do anything about China, so don't worry about it too much. Yeah. If you get to a certain point, I hope, in your I hope life, the world burns. So when it, when it happens and this world goes to shit, I've got a list of it, people and plans 
<laughs> for about a month. If you get to a certain point in your life where you're 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 prepared, uh, like you have some uh, somebody put aside to pay your bills in case you break a leg at work or whatever. Uh, you have some food set aside so you can offset the costs of uh, a surprise bill popping up and being low on grocery money one week or something. You know, once you get to a certain level of prepared, self-preparedness, then you can choose what not to participate in. And that's just kind of our philosophy here is that we're just not participating in the whole global bullshit. You know? Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Let them go and be dramatic all by themselves. Unless you drop a nuke on my head, you're not going to kill me, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> and if you do, I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to remember it. You know? Yeah. So, It'd be quick. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you do three quarters of an ounce and you start remembering your last life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus! I'd be afraid of what the hell that'd be. What What was your previous life? Well, turns out I was a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm not a glory hole attendant, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> are you the, Are you the fluffer before the glory hole, or are you the cleaner upper? <laughs> What's your job here? Are you yeah, running the squeegee? I thought this <laughs> job came with a fluffer. I was very upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! He's gonna wash the jug first. <laughs> Ouch! Mm. All right. So, no man. How about those fucking bags, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge fan of fucking doing stuff in bags, but now mm. it seems boring to talk about. But it's like just sterilize everything, guys. Everybody here sterilizes everything. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have been sterilizing. Now it's it's it seems as though Bucket Tech is my my time rate is just as low with Bucket Tech as long as in bags because there's nothing touching those bags once they're sealed up. But are you using a nutrient substrate or are you using just like CVG? CVG. Yeah. Anything, CVG. Anything, anything using nutrients, forest floor, anything like that, requires very sterile technique and it needs to be in the bag. I, honestly, you're out, you're out, your first flush is going to be great. You're going to have great fruits. Just you can't look at it when you when you go ahead and take the fruits off. Because if you if you look at it wrong or something, you know it's going to contaminate. But I mean, you're going to get an awesome flush, hopefully too. But I I just once you start adding nutrients in that bad boy, I just uh, the propensity to go ahead and go to it's green. So cheap! It's so cheap to to make a nutrient base substrate. It's like seven bucks. I made like twelve bags. From that, that seven dollars and some yard clippings. In my in my mind, the the price cost per time versus the bags. You know what I mean? As far as waiting for the colonization and everything else, who? I mean, I don't want to waste all that on one flush when you can get three from a CBG 
and spend twice as much on the bag instead of spending mm-hmm. half the price and getting one flush. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, well, whatever works for whoever does it. I'm just always going to be a proponent of, you know, sterilizing everything and having a nutrient-based uh, substrate just because, I don't know, it's it's my heel to die on. But <laughs> well, No, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, the nutrient, it, it grows like a motherfucker. That, you, that thing, the spore touches that and it just explodes. You know, it just, if you don't have, I mean, it, it grew fine for me. Mine didn't tam out until after the third flush, you know, but you need to grow that stuff in a tent. It needs to be done in front of a flow hood. <laughs> you know, it, there's no, there's no open grain inoculations. It's, uh, you know, if you don't wash your fucking dick beaters, <laughs> you're not getting a second flush. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I amend my substrate. I use a lot of uh, corn vermiculite, but um, I definitely amend with. Uh, I actually started using. I did erythritol uh, after listening to your uh, we were talking about. I guess on the uh, on the group uh, in the Discord, and then I, I heard you talking about it. I think on Geeky's podcast as well. Um, but I, I had that. You advise bone meal, tried that, that works great. But I, I, I pasteurize in a, I use worm poop. Uh, I do it in a cooler. I use boiling water. I actually temped it out, and at two hours, it's still sitting at 170. I mean, it's above that before, obviously, but. Um, yeah, if you I mean, can keep the temperature up, if you can keep the temperature up, then that's great. But Dude, I, mean, I do the same uh, thing. That, I have a huge Gatorade cooler with a screw on okay. top. See that works good, but a lot of these these kids I see, they're using a five gallon bucket. They're just pouring fucking hot ass fucking water in there, and the shit's cooling down almost immediately. Yeah, you know, it gets yeah. Warm, it gets it gets five minutes of of above one hundred and seventy degrees. Then they put a top on it. And they're like, oh, it's fine. As soon as they can handle it, they take it out with their raw ass hands. And well, the bucket tags. Yeah, the bucket tech doesn't tell you, you know, to go ahead and put another bucket inside of it. It doesn't tell you to wrap it in a fucking blanket and fucking put it in a fucking warm room. You know, it's, it's it doesn't tell you not to shake it for a little I, while or it fucking explodes. Explodes, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> tell you something, you guys. You guys all owe me about forty laughs right now because I've been making all kinds of smart-ass comments, and I've been on mute for like 20 minutes. I didn't realize it. You're wondering what the hell happened. We just thought we offended what you. What fucking color is your voice I'm, like, I'm like, these freaking assholes aren't even listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this is the last time I ever come on here. <laughs> take my choice and go home. Right. <laughs> You know, you were talking about gatekeeping earlier. I had an idea for my new lab, and some I won't name the other people that were gatekeeping me, but I had the idea of creating like a small positive pressure room using one of those cheap uh, like air purifiers. The what do you call that? The you know what I'm talking about? Don't you the, the room HEPA filters? The HEPA just filters? Have, yeah, just have it pressurize the room that I'm in. Just to help cut down on any contaminants that are in there while I'm running the flow hood and stuff inside. Well, it has to be getting its fucking. It has to be getting its air from outside the room. Right. It, it's actually built into the wall. It, it intakes. Oh, you're talking the about a mini split and, or something? It's a just no, no, a, no. a floor mount HEPA filter. 
that yeah, you, you mount it in the wall so it actually pressurizes the little lab area and then it has an exhaust yeah. somewhere. We use them a lot for um for uh COVID units. Hmm. Yeah. But you know, it, it's not gonna be the here all end all that I don't need a flow hood anymore, but it would significantly reduce the amount of garbage that's in the air around me, I think. Oh yeah, no, it'll work great. Yeah. The more the the crazier uh your lab is the cooler it is. Like I don't give a shit what do you do to it as long as it looks awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if this it makes here, you feel good, that's good. Go I spend for longer it. adjusting how my tools look on the wall than I do using them. Oh. <laughs> you know, your, your, your lab is your Zen space. It, it can't be just a cluttered mess all the time. It has to be where you're happy at. Dude, I'm yeah. a big fan of the stick on magnets where you can peel off the back of them and then stick them on things so I can like without Putting my uh, scalpel down on anything, I can just stick it to the side of the bench. That's you nice. Know, or, dude, oh, I was thinking about getting idea. a folding arm that came out, and then it came out in front of the flow hood, so that when you're working, there's an arm there, and you can just fucking clip the fucking mag, the uh, scalpels up, up in the air, right in front of the fan on the edge. Yeah, stick just have a magnet. Yeah, I was just saying, a, a magnet on the end of your arm would work. Just yeah. I just use the stick-on magnets to come in a strip. Like, I think I buy, like, 12-inch strips at Home Depot. There's, like, a stack of, like, eight of them. They used to organize small tools and bolts and shit. They had, like, a 3M sticky part on the back. Stick it right on the side of the flow hood. That's where all of my little stuff sticks is on the side of the flow hood. But when I'm going to use it, I sterilize it and take it to the front of the flow hood and to the magnet part, and it just sits there right in the flow, the path. Of the air and it stays sterile. And when I'm done with it, I just stick are it you, right back up there. So, are you a torch sterilizer, Feral? Yeah, I like fire. Yeah, fire is a good I, friend I, yeah. of mine. I'm a burner as well. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of a cheap ass. I just use an alcohol lamp, but it works for me. It takes a little longer. Dude, fire is fire. 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 Dude, yeah. Fire. I just, <laughs> I just happen to have this, like, uh, this thing I used to use to light barbecues with. And it was just, it just screws right on top of a regular propane, like one, one pound propane tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I use. I Are you talking about the clicker, the fucking, the, the, the torch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I fucking love that thing. I yeah, find reasons to use you can it. You set it real low and that shit will burn for hours. It ain't going to hurt nothing. It's, it has a nice stand to it, you know? Oh, yeah. Super stable. Oh, I, I'd find, <laughs> I would find a way to knock it off. That's just my talent. <laughs> I fucking roll right I into the thing for it. I into the vat thing, of gasoline. Like, and I don't know, man. I'll, I'll have me have a couple of drinks and I'll use it to like kill bug I find or something like that around the house. <laughs> I, won't, I won't step on the fucking spider. I'll, I'll go run to the lab to get the fucking torch and come back. Yeah. And hopefully Spider didn't move. And a mouthful of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So I'm a predator, damn it. <laughs> I'm hunting I'm a it. man. A fire-breathing America. man. <laughs> you see him stand outside the front of the burning house and the spider comes walking out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right yeah. next to the horse. <laughs> yeah. waiting for him yeah. oh, dude horse be waiting in the fucking bushes yeah. is there such yeah. thing as a horse spider I'm sure Probably. there is if you look hard enough yeah. there's um, gotta be to make one. Spider, there's gotta be a horse spider <laughs> there's a horse fly 
So makes sense. Do those bite you as well? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck those things. Oh, that, those things are yeah, Those things fucking suck. <laughs> they take a why? chunk. Why? Yeah. Am they, I they, they, why are my gifts not working in our Discord? It's annoying me. I don't know. It says horse smiley hungry feed me. That's supposed to be a gift. Because you're horse. in Canada. I'm not in Canada. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like eight miles from there. God, <laughs> literally, that's not a joke. <laughs> wow, you can shoot like a two seventy and fu- into fucking Canada quite easily. Yep, <laughs> I, I, I have actually been out hunting and accidentally went into Canada on. Well, I'm just surprised you, that, like you drive by a gas bus. station and all the prices are in liters. You, that gives you a hint. You're like, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm wrong turn somewhere. <laughs> why, do, why does the air smell like maple syrup? <laughs> <laughs> you run into people and they say, sorry. They're so polite. <laughs> oh, fuck. I got to get back to America. <clears throat> Everything's so clean. <laughs> do I right. feel health care? Right, 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 Canada sucks on the side of your car, and they pull you over and say, uh, "We do respect our language laws. You need to write that in French too." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That reminds me of something about Canada. So, what the fuck's going on with all the missing like Native American girls in Canada? That's, that's been a thing not, for a long time. That's not a far from me where that's been happening either. It's, no, but it's like there's been thousands. It's not yes. just like four or five. A long, oh, long wow. time has been going on. I don't know what's going on there. That's some strange stuff. Yeah, it can't just... be just one person. There's got to be like a whole culture of people that are doing it or something. How have they? Fig- How many are missing a year? Oh, let me let me Google that. Because last I saw, it was like several thousand Native American girls that go miss have been gone missing over a period of time. You know. Um, and I'm like, God, there's not that many Native Americans left. I'm Native American, and there ain't not a lot of us left. <laughs> like, there's just not a lot. I mean, hell, my wife's Mexican. She's pretty. <laughs> so I done, I done fucked up on that. <laughs> I diluted. <laughs> I'm waiting for I'm, the I'm still reading about it. I'm still reading about it. They're they're going into a lot of stuff. So. You know, there's just uh, so many. And it's like it's like they're not finding the bodies, are they? They're just they're just missing. Oh, oh, you see the number the government. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. And the government can't even put together the fucking website, man. They can't decide to wear masks or not wear a mask. They are completely incompetent. It, it, their, the best trick the government ever did was just like, okay, how preachers will say the best trick the devil ever did was convince people he didn't exist, right? The best trick the government ever did was convince people it's confident. <laughs> they can't do anything. Yeah. Anything. Well, it's quite sad watching them. Look at just watch any congressional meeting. 
I was, just, I was just about to say that. I've been watching the YouTube, the little short clips, and I watch them like 10 minutes. I watch them ask 10 questions, and never have I seen that motherfucker ever get an answer. Ever. They don't, <laughs> they don't fucking answer shit. And even like, then, that, or they'll answer a completely unread. The question that doesn't even make sense. It's like, yeah, uh, after sir, two minutes so, of uh, introduction, as being a speaker for the House of Congress's um, House of Mothers, uh, I have been on the committee to, I can't talk about that. It's like, let's yeah. Well, they'll be like, sir, so what <laughs> happened to that uh, $485,000 or $485 million that we uh, allotted your committee? They'll be like, well, you see, what happened was uh, I like cornflakes for the morning and breakfast, and that's America. <laughs> I just go off on a fucking tangent until everybody's goddamn confused about what the fucking original question was, and they run out of time. And that's just it. That, that I could be the best politician in the fucking world. I'll just go on a rant until I run out of time. And then I can't, I'm sorry. <laughs> Time's up. Couldn't answer your question. Check, please. Okay, I, I found here. <laughs> I found one with a little bit of numbers on it. It said between 2016 and 2018, between the U.S. and Canada, there was over 6,000 reports of missing indigenous women. In two fucking years? Yeah. Holy shit. Two fucking years, 6,000. Yep. Was that, that from a specific state, or is that uh, just all across? That's what they know of. That's United States and Canada together. Okay, but, but that's, that's, that's that's just an estimate. That's what they know of. A lot of them aren't reported. Yeah, but there's that. It's a narrow strip. Like it's only like a 250 mile wide fucking narrow strip that these these reservations and stuff are on, on either yeah. side of the Canadian border, and uh, it's just like the a lot fuck? of them are in, in Texas also. Now, well, that's what happens because the regular cops and shit can't go on there. The people are going on there and bands and shit, just picking up chicks and doing whatever the fuck they want with them. And burying them out there. Yeah, it was on that one show, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah, I just said. You guys watch that show? That is yeah. true. Uh, state police are not allowed on the reservation unless they have a specific reason. Yeah, but yeah, even still, watched, they have to get permission. They can't even cross in. We watch Yellowstone here at this house, and every freaking episode, it makes me want to go out and you know throw on my fucking cowboy hat and fuck and yeah. I've never Ride seen a fucking show. mule, Sorry. not a horse. A fucking mule. <laughs> Ride a donkey. Donkey. Yeah. Mules get along with me. Donkeys get along with me, but fuck horses. Ride a mule off in the sunset, chasing cattle. I'll do that shit. I'll just, I'll just take the four-wheeler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, no, that is a really great really show, though. I, I've yeah, never yeah. seen it. I, I should take the time to watch it. As soon as I'm done with the Dude, Yellowstone is a fucking awesome show. It's not as good as all of us, but I think I might be a little biased when it comes to a show never about mushrooms sure. killing people. <laughs> never, never. Well, seen all of us, either. all of us was a video game, uh, and then they turned it into a movie. I heard, um, I, I just found that out. Yeah, yeah. It's a crazy, scary fucking video game. I try to limit myself. Like people have had heart attacks while playing that damn game. Damn. I try to I try to limit myself to no more than an hour, hour and a half of television per day. That's just my personal limits. So. Dude, Is I don't watch it's television. Like I watch black YouTube. and white, like leave it to Beaver or what? No, I just I have so many other hobbies to get to. I just don't have time for it. Mm. <laughs> it sounds bad, but it's true. I have yeah, too many but- hobbies. 
too many hobbies. I got I got Sundays. Usually, how American you know, is that? <laughs> I work. And you're not riding work, your brain in front of the television. I work the seventy-two hour shifts, right? Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So uh, I Sundays my recovery day. So we just watch all the new episodes of everything on Sunday. Um, that's the only time I really watch TV. I'm too busy otherwise. I'm I, doing. I, I spend more time on Discord than I do watching TV. I do, I do, I do spend a lot of time on there. I'm answering the same like eight questions over and over. I literally have it to like like a uh, a word program that just has like question one through fucking like fifty, and there's like a paragraph on each one. So when I get answered the questions, like oh I've answered that one, scroll down there, copy paste. It looks like I'm answering like to the person, right? Mm-hmm. But nah, it's just a copy paste. Nice. Looks like <laughs> that's that's what they call it's it. It's a brilliant idea. It's better it's than telling people, same. "Oh, I've answered that," and giving them hell. You know, just give them the yeah. answer. Bang, bang. There it's, you go. It's this. It makes me look like a good guy. Yep. Uh, when I'm a terrible human being, but uh, they it, know you're a horrible. horrible yeah. You know, I, I got. <laughs> you know, I used to work construction. I got caught one time. I, you know, we were at a safety meeting, and I offered this guy a cigarette. And he's like, "No, no, thanks." One of the other guys like, you know, I noticed something about you. You always offer people cigarettes that don't smoke. I said, yeah, I look like a good guy, but I don't have to give out any cigarettes. It's fucking win-win. <laughs> <I said. laughs> fucking genius. Fucking genius. <laughs> it's fucking a win-win. <laughs> then he also well, noticed you're always smoking by yourself. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna run. We're gonna run out of time here. Uh, oh no. Uh, Five minutes. Told you, thirteen minutes left. We well, it's not too bad for a first podcast. We'll have to be a little more focused in the future, I think. But oh no, I think focus. it went well. This went about yeah. as well. This was about as focused as we're getting. All right, yeah. we at least covered some <laughs> mycology shit. Sure, it'd be like fear old stick to the script. I don't care how slippery it gets. Don't let go of the handles, or somebody's getting fucking hurt. That's how it's gonna be. <laughs> 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 I mean, it, I mean, there was a there was a, a three to four second clip of hey yeah bags are awesome at the very beginning. Yeah, uh... <laughs> I tried reeling it back in sixty minutes. That's what we do. We that have fun. The title of the episode: Bags are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. That's that's it. We there it goes. Bags so are let, awesome. One thing I wanted to do is uh, uh, end when we end our podcast is mm-hmm. end it with a. A positive note and like some positive affirmations and that kind of thing, you know, because uh, people are kind of negative these days, you know. Uh, so let's start with Deadpool. Say something nice to the listeners. Um, oh, oh man, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I, think, I don't know. Nice man, this is not me. Um, this, this could me. be tough for us too. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, I can't do it. I don't know. <laughs> well, at least he didn't say. At least he didn't say anything negative. Moving on. I'll go Shiny down. boy. Oh, dang it. Okay, go ahead. Oh man, we'll get real easy with it. I'm gonna be. Uh, let's see. All of you wonderful people are made of light, so shine so bright. Ba bam. Damn, nice. but I wanted to say that. Delicious. <laughs> he totally oh, stole God. my topic. No fucking done. Well done. <laughs> All right. Trim, let's do this. Well, I'm going to try and keep my mycology rated. So uh, I'm going to say, since this is about growing 
mushrooms and mycology in general, you can do it. All you have to do is find a good tech and stick to it, and it can be done. There we go. Yeah. Excellent. You can do it. I have faith. <laughs> I have faith. In it. And if you don't, if you don't think you can do it, ask one of us. We'll be happy to help you. Oh yeah. There you go. That's what I'll say. If you got any questions, feel free to contact me, and I will help you. Until you ask me the same question for the fifth time, then I will have Feral boot you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, Daddy, let's see what you got, buddy. All right. Um. Well, don't let yesterday's regrets determine today. You know, always live in the present, accept everything for what it is. Try and smile more than anything. That's hard. That's good shit. Good shit. And I'm just going to say that to our listeners out there, man, you guys are appreciated. We appreciate you taking the time out of your life to listen to us just absolutely rant. Uh, Y'all are loved. Y'all are special. We're happy to have you as part of the family. And... Best of luck in your grows. You can always reach out to any of us. Um, if you'd like a chance to get on uh, our little podcast and just bullshit or tell your story, you can go ahead and find us in the Discord. You can also find, uh, if you'd like to connect with us, you get a, it's a fafocult at gmail.com. We also have a uh, fafocult uh, Venmo if you would like to throw us a tip. Uh, all that money is just going to go to uh, supporting the podcast, paying for what we have to do every month to make this happen. Any leftover money will be used for absolute debauchery. It will probably be put to the most worst use possible. So hookers just know that. Cocaine. Yes. Hookers and pop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we love you guys. Thank you. And you can always find us in our chat room. <laughs> Bye, guys. Join the Discord. Good night, everybody. Good night.